Hello, friends. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either online or from our wonderful listeners, and we answer them right here, right now, in your ears, every Monday, and also on stage. That's correct. Our next live show will be February 8th. Uh, and we Wait have- a minute. That sounds like a, a day that something special is happening. It does sound like a day that something special happening. It's our good friend, Stephen Bartholomew's birthday. Hey, Stephen, this episode's for you. But wait, Uh-oh. it sounds like there's something else as well. Maybe something real. Also, our good friend, Marcus yeah, Bartholomew. I'm, I'm going to walk right out. <laughs> uh, we have a very exciting guest joining us on February 8th. It's kind of like a pre-Valentine's Day uh, you know, get together. It's a, it's beating the rush, and we decided mm-hmm. to invite our lawfully wedded pod wives to the show to entertain you the way that they entertain themselves and their audience on their Canadian podcast award winning show. It is the wonderful Maddie and Liv from Thirty Going on Thirteen. I like how it sounds like you are announcing them. And they're about to hop on this call right now, but they, oh, they are. are they are in the closet with me right now. Oh, okay, I can see. You know, this is on video for the first time ever. So they're just off camera. They're just, they're right here. I I would hear them giggling, Dane. I've made sure the mic isn't pointed their way. It's a very Damn sensitive it. mic. You got me. Uh, yeah. So if you come to this show on February eighth, and why wouldn't you? You're gonna why get. Outstanding health and fi- health and fiction. No health and fitness. You're going to get outstanding adult show. You're going to get outstanding comedy show. You're going to get me. You're going to get Dane. You're going to get Maddie. You're going to get Liv. It's going to be fucking great. So come out, have a blast. And it works if you love or hate Valentine's Day. It's both yeah. pro and anti Valentine's, depending on which section we seat you in. And what I really like is Nile and I have made a career being a Mm -hmm. sex positive podcast. Uh, Maddie and Liv have frequently and consistently described themselves as sex negative. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to have, going to happen. We're going to have a real great dynamic in terms of not only talking about the terrible shit that we talk about and Maddie and Liv crying on stage. I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be a great night. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you haven't listened to their show, please head on over to 30 Going On 13 and check them out. And then you'll see why yes. you have to come to the show. We've been to every live show they've done, and they've been incredible. Yes. So I would say yeah. their show is incredible, obviously. It won a Canadian Podcast Award. But I would say they they thrive in a live environment. I think yes. They, yes. they are like audience succubus. Well, Unlike the two of us, they are actual performers as well. So I went to school for performing. (laughs) Okay, unlike me, everyone on the stage is going to be. I mean, like they've done, they've done stuff. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) They've been on stage prior. When were you on stage? When were you on stage? I I was in the production of Billy Liar when I've done all kinds of community theater. I did school. Yeah, that doesn't count. 
I've also been on film. <laughs> film? That's off stage. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. I was trying to give them a compliment. I inadvertently stabbed you in the face. Uh, I love you. But this mm-hmm. week, we're going to be talking about, can I ask my catfish boyfriend for a social security number? What do you do when your best friend betrays you on your podcast? <laughs> Is cold approach real? Being stabbed in the back by your best friend. I matched with three women at the same time. What do I do? I mean, look, we've had this conversation several times. We've talked about it every chance we get. You have a classic sitcom three-way date running from place to place. Just jump into answering it right now. What do you mean? We were still in the. Oh, I thought that was the first. I thought that was the first question. I thought. Did you forget what I said? The first one was you are not on point right now. You're so thrown by my betrayal. I'm reeling from the devastating attack that I received. Good thing you're going to edit it out so I don't look like a bad guy. Absolutely not. You're the bad guy. Dane told me to say it, and now he's trying to like turn the tables on me. It's a weird move. I'm making a campaign in 2024 for best host, and this is the sympathy vote. Oh, fair. This is by Spiritual Cookie 1070 Am I wrong to ask my boyfriend for a social security number? I want to run a background check on my boyfriend. I'm pretty sure he's a catfish. We've been talking for over a year and never met in person. He says his phone is broken. We've never spoken face-to-face on a video call. He has asked me for money, promised to pay me back, and then hasn't given me a penny. I gave him money for a flight, and he canceled, and then didn't return the flight money. He makes me send him money through crypto.com. He doesn't sound like a scammer. He sounds like he cares. He has decent excuses, but he has avoided me in person and has admitted to lying to me about how he spent some of the money I sent him. He wants my login information for myid.com. Says he needs it to complete an application so he can get money to visit me. Something about me being a personal reference, but he won't explain what the application is for in detail and won't let me fill it out myself. I told him if he needs that info, he should give me the same info in return. He says he doesn't have his social security number, even though he was, apparently, filling out financial paperwork. He won't give me his state ID either for a license or something. Am I wrong for asking? Am I wrong for wanting to run a background check on him? I love that you're like, you literally listed what internet scammers do for the first half of your question. And then you follow it up with, he doesn't sound like a scammer because, hey, yeah. I, hey, darling. He, he literally, literally could not sound any more like a scammer. Yeah, you are sort of, you. it's like you went to www.whatisascammer.com and are just reading the things on that site. The, the he's like straight up stealing money from you. How much money have you given him? Oh God, I don't even want to know. And I the do, fact I that like it's know. it's not even like e transfers. It's through crypto dot com. Like <laughs> I can't. There's is twenty twenty four the year that I stop being generous and just be like, this is your fault. You know better, and if you don't, then it's it's time to learn a very hard lesson. I We've think been we so gotta, generous and so gentle. Are, is 2024 a mean year? <laughs> Maybe. It certainly is yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, like, look, if anybody asks you for money, you should probably weigh it pretty seriously because it's it's the number one way that, you know, friendships die, taking or giving money in that sense. So it's the thing you should be very careful of anyway in your established relationships with people you know and love. If someone's like, damn, yeah, my phone's just broken and I can't see you and 
just send me money though. It's fine. Like, how about this? Here's a rule. Don't give anyone money until you've met them in person. And like, how and maybe are you don't talk even then. Oh, text, I assume. His phone's broken. <laughs> yeah, I know. A computer and no computers have webcams. Yeah, no, no webcam or microphone in any modern computer. No, no. it's like I you've got to stop just everyone. Everyone stop. Put down what you're doing. Just stop. And just for a good 30 seconds, don't do anything and just say, hey, am I doing something stupid right now? And it doesn't have to be dating or sex related. I'm just saying, like, wait, there's a very wait, good wait, chance wait, that is it. Wait, wait, wait. Is it? Why have I spent five years podcasting? <laughs> why, have I, why have I done this for five years? So much time every week spent on this. Uh-oh. I don't even get a paycheck. Uh-oh. I opened, I opened Pandora's box. We're going to be doing podcast stuff tomorrow, Dane, for like 12 hours straight. Yeah, that's a lot of podcast. That's a lot of podcasts. Oh, I wish you hadn't said that to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, guys, we're gonna end this episode early. Maybe there won't be one next week. We got we got to ten minutes. This is bad, and, and like there's there's so many things we need to talk about. One, if you've never seen a person, and you've never talked to them, and you've never met them, and you've never web chatted with them, you're not dating them. Like yes. they're not your boyfriend. I'm sorry, yeah. they just aren't. I don't care how deep the connection is. I don't care how romantic they are. I don't care how in love you think you are. You're not dating someone you've never met. You're not dating someone you've never talked to. You're not dating someone you've never had any sort of experience with outside of anonymous texting. You just can't. And I'm not saying that you can't have long distance relationships. I'm not saying that you can't have mostly online relationships. You can, but you you can't have a, you can't call someone your boyfriend. And this is, I'm sure there's someone who's going to fight me on this. I'm sure there's someone who will, who will come at me for it, but you cannot call someone your boyfriend if you've never met them. Yeah. Nor should you. And, and it's, it's wild to me that someone would go to that length and then Mm. ignore all of the obvious signs. Like, like how did we get to the point where people like, I would say under the age of like 50 and below, why are we all not so fucking suspicious of everyone everywhere always? And not just online. Like when we were kids, we were told watch out for stranger, stranger danger. And when we were like, when we first all started getting on the internet and chatting and getting on message boards and, and chat rooms and stuff, they were like, Hey, everyone on the internet is a pervert. Everyone on the internet is a creepy old man. Who's going to fucking kidnap you. And so it's like, I was never told that to be fair. <laughs> um, that's because there's no creepy old man or perverts in Ireland. No, it's true. It's like the snakes. St. Patrick drove them out. Uh, <laughs> snakes and perverts. Snakes and perverts into the ocean. Only one of them survived, and it's the better one. The perverts. Oh, Ooh. damn. You heard it here first. Ooh. Dane, not a performer, supporter of perverts. <laughs> I just don't understand how you could ever believe that any person in this modern world does not have a phone for any extended period of time, let alone a laptop. There's like, we have too many ways to take pictures and videos. We have an abundance of them. Like, does he not have a, have a, does he have an Instagram account? Does he not have a fucking friend who's like, hey, yeah, dude, borrow my phone for an hour. It's cool. Or like, hey, like, I'll get a laptop. Or like, it just, it, it doesn't make sense. There is no, there is no way on earth ever somebody is out of commission, out of contact, 
for any extended period of time and they're not scamming you. And even just like, look, they asked to borrow money. They didn't like it, it would be one thing to be like, hey, I had a car crash. I need money to fix my car. OK, there's no You're way of confirming scams. That. That's fine. You're still getting scammed. You're still getting scammed. But like, there's no way of confirming that. But to be like, hey, I need money for a plane ticket to come see you. And then he doesn't do that. And then also doesn't send the money back. Yeah. That, like the man stole from you. Like, I don't yeah, understand he- how you haven't moved on from that. Yeah. And even then, he also on other occasions was like, yeah, no, I did lie about what I spent your money on. Sorry. Like, also, you're not getting it back. Yeah. <laughs> like, just this man should have been dumped an indescribable an amount as long as his fake social security number. That number, that's how many times he should have been dumped by now. Yeah. Like the second he asked you for money before meeting you or anything yes. else, you should have Done. been like, absolutely not stranger on the internet that I've never met. Yeah. It, I, I just like, y'all no, stop, no. stop getting this, scammed. <laughs> I'm going to walk around with a holstered spray bottle and just, just spritz people. Like you're all being bad kitties right now. You're all being kitties, like knocking stuff off the fucking counter. And instead of the counter or a cat, it's you and your financial well-being. Don't give them a password to anything. I don't care if it's your fucking Neopets account. Just don't. And yes, dump them. Don't don't even bother asking for a social security number because he will scam you on that too somehow, I'm sure. Yeah, it doesn't. It, yes, it doesn't dump matter. Him. Just dump them right now. Don't Just ghost them. Just cut all ties. Yes. Or no, sorry. Fuck, forget everything we just said for the last minute. You need to scam him. You okay. need to say, oh, my God, I, I'm so sorry. Something happened and there's uh, been a block on my account. I need to pay $200 to get the $10,000 I'm going to send you out, right? And because you've be- you've fallen for his scam so many times, th- I think you might actually be able to get away with it. Mm. And are you going to recoup all your losses? Probably not. But is it going to be really nice to abscond with his like $200? Yeah, yeah, yeah it will. So I say you get him back and then ghost him. Yeah. I want to get him back. I want to scam him right back because he's got me 90 times. I love Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know why we it took do. me so long. It's You know what? It's because that the first song, I don't remember what it was called, but the one that's exactly like the Paramore song. And I was like, ah, another pop person no, trying to. The first song was Driving License. Okay, whatever. The one that really popped off. Yeah, driving li- Driver's License. Okay. This is from Sex Throwaway. Wanting raw sex? Boyfriend is concerned. I'm a 23-year-old female. Boyfriend is a 23-year-old me- f- or male. We've been together for two and a half years. I've got the implant. Yay, next plan on. And I take the pill. Regulates my cycle more effectively. And he's still worried that somehow I'll get pregnant if he hits it raw. I don't know how, he can, how I can convey to him that the risk is infinitesimally small. I love this man with all my heart and see a future with him. But at some point, I want to be nutted in. Well, like one, I was very confused when you started reading this question because I was like, I don't reckon I don't remember you saying this at the top of the episode. Then I realized you broke our sacred covenant just to make jokes. <laughs> that we've been doing for like four weeks, which has been great. Let's be fair. And this was the most special day because it's finally recorded, Dane. Yep. And you shat all over that. Mm-hmm. Okay. If this question was reversed and it was like, my girlfriend's on the pill, I should be allowed nut in her. We would be very quickly being like, hey, dude, it's what she's comfortable with. And you know what? Hey, girl, it's what he's comfortable with. Yeah. It doesn't his body matter. His choice. 
Exactly. It doesn't matter if the risks are low. It doesn't matter. It matters what he's comfortable with. He is not comfortable with doing it. So that's it. I could have like a genie could come out of a woman's vagina and be like, Dane, don't worry. You can come inside of this person completely risk-free. Nothing bad will happen. There will be no pregnancy. You have 100% guarantee that you can do this with no consequence or repercussion. And I still would be like, like, I don't know if I could physically. Did Did you say he came out of there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would give me, that would be a whole other can of worms. Like, I don't know. I like, realize that I, would make me incredibly suspicious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, dude, you're getting scammed. <laughs> I would yeah. be the so scared. Would definitely, would yeah, that was, also like I wouldn't want to wreck his house. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Jeannie, just completely. He's just like, huh? Oh, I figured out how to get just covered in cub. Yeah, like I would. Oh, I, I know. I wouldn't trust that at all. Uh, also, if I rubbed it, would he just pop out again? Because, like, I will be rubbing that thing. I definitely did not think about the logistics or the lore yeah. of the Vagini. The oh, Cum The Vagini? The Vagini? I didn't even mean to say that. I fucked that up. I meant to say Vagina Genie, and I just kind of... Sw- the Vagini well, is... Guys, we're ending the episode early for the second time. This time because we have it's a good one this time. Not as bad as our last one. It's there's no way we're going to go up from here. Um, I hope you play the theme tune after each time we end the episode, <laughs> even just for like a, a second. The, the my point being if if I could see the future and I knew that there would be no repercussions to ejaculating inside someone, I think I would still be very weary and probably uncomfortable doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I've, I've just been so conditioned to be like, no, <laughs> b- bad. Look, I'd probably do it, but not every time. I don't know. Like, it doesn't matter, though, if we would or we wouldn't. No. What matters is he doesn't want to. And that's the thing. It's like you can't force somebody. You know what I mean? You can give them the facts if you want and just be like, look, the, the risk is very small. But more importantly, I think you also need to talk about what happens if the worst does come to pass. Mm-hmm. If you do get pregnant, talk, have that talk. See how you feel after that. And like, maybe if you're both on the same page, that'll ease some of his fear. But also if it doesn't, that's it. Like you, you can't force people to, to do things, nor should you. Yeah. I, I mean, like you said it right off the top. If this was a dude being like, she's on all these yes. things, she's, there's all these precautions. I should be able to nut in her. Why won't she let me nut in her? How do I convince her to let me nut in her? We'd be like, shut up, dude. Yeah. And to just further that point a little bit is also the fact that you, it, it, listen to what he says and if he says hey i'm not comfortable with it you know have the conversation exchange facts exchange everything and if he says hey i'm not comfortable with it don't then continue to ask don't then continue to badger he knows he knows you want it It, he's not going to forget it Mm -hmm. and if he ever gets to a point where he wants to he will yes and i think it's very important to leave that conversation with like look i totally get it the door is open should you choose to go in wink yeah and that's it like by all means, leave him with the option. Again, not that that means you now have that option forever. Consent can be changed at any time. We all know this. But don't, as Dane said, keep asking. Don't press. Don't guilt. Don't make snide comments. Don't punish or withhold for that reason. And especially don't just one day decide, oh, it's fine if I just shove it in. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I literally was dating someone who did that before. And I was like, what the fuck? And they're like, I'm on the pill. It's fine. And that turned out they lied about that. So don't be a piece of shit. Because again, if a guy was to just shove it in, we would be like, hey, crime. Mm-hmm. So 
be fucking chill. But you cannot force, again, nor should you, for people to do things they don't want to do. Yeah. And, like, their solutions to this is have, like have the play you know what i mean like turn it into a game where you guys have come to the real or the conversation and the decision that hey i'm not comfortable with this and you say hey that's okay that's fine this is still a fantasy of mine can we role play can we engage in sort of dirty talk perhaps like maybe when you're getting close i beg you to come inside me but i know like please know that i understand your hesitation but it would be hot for me to to go through those things but you still have 100% you know, agency in not doing it. And I won't be mad. I won't be sad, but it will, it would help fuel my sort of like need for it at the moment. Mm. You can also do uh, simple things like uh, if you have the ability to sort of like flex your erections, that can also simulate the the feeling of ejaculation inside during times of stuff like that. There's things that you can do to play in that space without actually going Cup of mail. It cup of mayo please don't please don't i can't even i know there's people out there getting scammed i can't even make jokes the the vagini is so allergic to mayo he's vegan yeah hey also i just because now i said it please don't put vegan mayo in there either no <laughs> so the vagini has special gills he can breathe in vagina fluid and he can breathe in cum he cannot breathe in mayo yeah immediate death for the he can, breathe, he can breathe air for a little bit, but only long enough to be like, <laughs> you can definitely come in here, dude. He can get that out and then he's back in. Yeah, he will gasp these things at you and go red in the face and then slip back in. <laughs> uh, that is normal. <laughs> Just, come. <laughs> and then slithers back in. That's basically it. Next question. I think we nailed that one. This is by Charlie Monger 69. Is cold approaching women in public a real thing? Is it creepy? I want to improve my dating life. I'm 27, live with parents, decent job, but not getting anywhere socially. I used to have friends and an ex-girlfriend pre-COVID, but all that has stopped. And at my age, it's becoming extremely difficult. Why do you mean you used to have an ex-girlfriend? I was going to say, hey, don't worry, man. You still got an ex-girlfriend. Unless- Yeah, presumably. Unless COVID got her. Or she smothered in mail. Yes. <laughs> Where am I? Where have I gone? I'm naturally an introvert, but I can handle myself in conversation. I've tried a bunch of social groups, did MMA, stand-up comedy, and even got really good at salsa. But for some reason, I never clicked with anyone. No one wants to make friends or hang out at my age, and everyone flakes in those groups. At this point, I've given up making friends. I'd say I'm an average-looking brown guy, grew up in Canada, and never get matches on dating apps and have zero interest shown to me. I can hold conversation fine. I go to clubs and bars solo, but it's difficult without a wingman and not drinking because I have to drive home. Usually, I end up getting nasty looks if I'm bothering them, if I try to initiate a conversation with someone and walked away. At this point, I definitely get desperate and look for anything that works. So I found this subreddit called Seduction. They suggest cold approaching during the day. I've heard of it before, but never tried it. It feels weird and makes me anxious to even attempt because I imagine it makes women really uncomfortable. It seems to work, though, and a lot of the guys in the subreddit have results, surprisingly. Hell, there's a whole industry around this stuff. Somehow they talked to someone randomly and got a date, which is more than what I can say. I've never cold approached anyone outside of an organized social event before, and the idea seems daunting. But who knows? Maybe there's a way to do it properly in a non-creepy way. At this point, I just don't see anything else, and if they got results, surely there must be something to it. I also work downtown, so there's that. But yeah, I don't know if it's weird or not, or just how people perceive it. I'm way too socially uncalibrated to see what's acceptable and what isn't. Want to hear some opinions? Thanks. I feel like we've answered this question before. And yeah, in various ways, but this is... Interesting to me because it's outside of seduction. And it's also, he he's done all the things we usually tell people to do, 
right? Like we usually tell people join a club, do a class, blah, 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 do it is. Um, yeah. I, I think the the problem here is once again the intention and the goal isn't to better your life, right? Your intention is to I'm going to go to MMA to get women. I'm going to go to salsa class to get women. I'm going to go to this to get women, or I'm going to learn these skills, or I'm going to get into shape in order to get women, and yes. that needs to be like you need to get that out of it we've talked about it a thousand times people sense desperation and people can sense your intention so if your whole fucking steez is i'm gonna roll up into a club and you could be the nicest guy and you could be the the most respectful and you could be the most you know what i mean like put together person but if you go in there and the only thing you're doing is look at like waiting and lurking and and waiting to get to and again i'm not saying this as like a creepy thing you could literally be the suavest motherfucker in the room you know leaning against the bar sipping a cool drink but what could be more suave definition of suave you know what i mean like you you could be fine in terms of like your outward appearance but people will pick up on the fact that that's what you're there for and the yeah. second that that whiff gets put into the air everyone knows it and now you're just a guy going from woman to woman to woman trying to get a date. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's, it's so weird no matter yeah, who you are. Like, I, and I know I, I don't want to say this, but also being alone and sober, not really a great look. Yes. A lot of the things you do in bars and clubs are around people and drinking again, not saying that you need to drink, but what I'm saying is if all you're doing is going from girl to girl to girl and you don't have friends and you don't have a drink, it's like, you're just your red flags everywhere. So mm-hmm. I think one, I don't think cold approaching is going to be any different because it's a worse version of what you're doing now. So you're just going to get worse results. In no way is it better than you approaching people in clubs or bars. But and also you say it right off the top. It makes me anxious. I don't like it. It doesn't seem I feel like women aren't going to like it. Those They're are your not. answers, my dude. Like most often than not, the woman you are approaching doesn't want anything to do with you. And again, I'm not saying like I'm sure if I did it enough, I would be able to find and and charm a number of people and get a number and maybe a date out of it. Sure, For could sure. it work? Absolutely. But every approach can work eventually with the right person, the right yes. combination, and and the right amount of numbers. Uh, like a lot of seduction, I think is absolute bullshit. And I think half that bullshit is people trying to sell their service. And the other half is people just trying to like essentially do fiction online to feel cooler. You know, yeah. I'm, do do some of them work? Yeah, for sure. But again, Dane just said it. You could go like eventually something will work. That's the thing. If I, if I told you like it's the reason why we never give like steps, right? Like when yes. people ask things like this, we're not going to tell this guy be like, well, the first thing you need to do, you got to go get a haircut. Then you got to blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like we don't do that because it doesn't work like that for everyone. Well, so it's like the, the can things, be good. Sure. But like. I'm bald. That ain't going to do shit for I, me. I, and what is bald if not the ultimate haircut? <laughs> it's true. But like the the thing is, it's like a, a, an approach that would work for Niall might not work for me. And it's not that Niall is better at it. It's just what he's playing to his strengths. Don't don't fucking nod now that we have it's cameras on going. video, motherfucker. I got you dead <laughs> to rights. Uh, no, exactly. And and if I. Well, if Dane, if something went well for Dane and I had it on video and I studied it and went up to someone in a different place, different girl and did the exact same thing, guess what? Probably wouldn't work for a number of reasons, mainly different girl, different place and me not like it wouldn't be natural. It would almost expressly not work. 
So and let's be real. You couldn't do what I do. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> I got all this hair in the way. <laughs> but so I think step one, and Dane touched on it earlier, is you went and you did these things, which again is advice that we give and I think is good advice, but you did them, it seems, dishonestly or disingenuously because you said, I used to do these things and I stopped because I didn't get friends. What you need to do is go out and do a thing that you would do regardless of whether or not you made friends because you're doing it because you're passionate about it, right? Yeah. Like if you fucking love salsa and you kept doing it because whatever, you would build connections because you're there, you're genuine, you're having fun and it wouldn't be your sole focus of just make friends, find girl, right? So I think that is step one is- Fuck doing these things to whatever, like have friends, do things to better yourself. And by that, I mean, do things you enjoy and the other things will fall into place purely because you're stepping away from this like falsehood. You're being more genuine and you're enjoying yourself more. And those are two huge fucking things. And like, I don't know how much time you've committed to these things either, right? Like, are you doing like a two week week introductory? Fuck it. Yeah. Like, like, is that how much you're doing it? Or like, because I mean, I went to karaoke at my karaoke bar for a very long time. And it wasn't until sort of like the last year or two years that I started, like I have a regular group. Now I have like my karaoke guys and and, Mm -hmm. and ladies and people. Um, Same thing with like when I was boxing, I went to the boxing gym for like five years. Mm -hmm. And I think I hung out with people outside of that maybe twice because I wasn't, I was going there to work out. Right. Like I was, it wasn't a social thing for me. So it depends on like what you're doing, what other people are doing. Some people are Mm -hmm. like a lot of people aren't going to MMA to be like looking for my new BFF, looking for my wingman. They're going there to to relieve stress, get fit, train for a fight, like any number of things. And being social probably isn't at the top of their list in things like that. Much like you were saying with your two examples, like I've been going to various climbing gyms for a long time. And it's only in the last, I would say, year that I've started to make like climbing friends I would actually see like outside of the gym. It started off as like, oh, the the passing chat and then we knew each other's names and then blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that was fine because it, they just kind of happened because I was there to climb. Mm-hmm. If I had day one been like, oh, fuck, we talked. Hey, you want you want to hang out? You want to like, I think they'd be like, no, thank you. There's a certain level of chill you need to have. Think of like, imagine you went to a place and you talked to a dude for like 20 minutes tops and he was like, hey, I made a Facebook. You're like, okay, great. Sure. Let's add you to Facebook. And then, and it's like, there's nothing wrong. Me and creep you out. You had a nice conversation, whatever. But then like the next day he's like, hey man, want to go grab drinks? Hey man, want to go do this? Well, like, yeah, I'm, we're all busy. I mm-hmm. barely have enough time to see the people I want to see, let alone like the dude I met very briefly. Yeah. Like if, if we're going to be in the same place, if you're all like, you know, if I was if I met you at trivia night and you were like, hey, you're going to be at trivia night next week and I was going, I'd be like, yeah, for sure. But would I carve out like special time yeah. for this new guy? No, probably not. So like you need to temper expectations. And I understand finding friends at this age is difficult. Yeah, it's yeah, 100 percent is. I don't want it to seem like we're saying it's easy or that it's hopeless. It's definitely not hopeless, but like. Sadly, much like dating, you do have to have a certain level of chill and genuineness and and commitment, you know, 
Yeah. Like you, you need, like, it's not going to happen over, over like one day, right? Like you're, I, I feel like you're expecting being like, oh, friendship isn't as serious as relationships or dating yes. or, or sex or whatever. So it's like when I meet someone and we vibe, like we should be friends now. And it's like, it, it's still a relationship that you have to foster and 100%. work on and take steps. And it's like, mm-hmm. and you can definitely that, like, move too fast or move too slow or yeah. get them at the wrong time. You know what I mean? Some people are busy. Some people are desperate. Like it's almost exactly like, a relationship. Yeah, 100%. And if anything, I would say it it's more difficult to find friends because yes. most people already have some, right? Like so it's like not a lot of people have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. So like while you're dating, you 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 might be a little more desperate or you might want to, you know, shoehorn a relationship into something into someone that might not be the best fit. But with mm-hmm. like friends, it's like, well, I've already got my group of friends. So I'm real like it's not a big deal if I don't pursue this one. Yes, exactly. And like there are additional like relationships fill a certain niche, you know, usually as Dave was saying, like it could be one person or a a few Whereas like you could have friends for fucking two decades from like high school and shit. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, it's like sex can overpower not even like you could have sex with someone purely because you like sex and not really like the person and make excuses and blah, 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 blah. Whereas like with friendship, you're just kind of just friends, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you need to realize that friendships also take a lot of work and are difficult, but you'll have a better chance at doing them. If you're genuine about your passions and you're at a place for more reasons than to just make friends. Yep. Uh, I'm going to hit you with my next question because I did read it at the start because you didn't read any out. Whose fault was that? Uh, I believe it was mine by being a meanie. This is by remote country nine, four zero nine. I matched with three women around women around the same time, and now I feel a little stuck. I, 26-year-old male, matched with three women in the span of a few days on Hinge. I already had started talking to two of them and even went on a date with one of them yesterday in a spur-of-the-moment kind of thing. Day went well, and she wants to meet again. I already had plans to meet the second woman, and I think this date will also go really well since we seem to share a lot in common. The third woman matched with me today and expressed extreme interest in me, and I'd like to get to know her too, since she seems really interested. I thought maybe I could try talking and going on some dates with the three of them and figure out from there who I'd like to continue a relationship with, but I feel like I'm being dishonest. I may end up leading two of them on. It's also getting a little difficult responding to all three girls at the same time. We text and occasionally talk on the phone. I'm also afraid I might be getting myself in trouble because there's a possibility of them finding out potentially ruining an amazing opportunity to genuinely date one of them. I don't have much experience of being actively pursued by multiple women, so I'm trying to figure out what is the right way I approach the situation. Any advice on how I should handle this? I appreciate the advice in advance. Thanks. Okay. I kind of I kind of led the with the the great idea at the beginning of the episode. Whether I left it in or not and or, or cut it out, I don't know. It depends what on how it was. Uh, so you might not know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'll cut this out. Who knows? Um, Damn. There's two two things I want to talk about. First, you're an insane person if you think they're not talking to at least three yes. other people on these apps. Yes. You're you're an absolute fucking lunatic if you think yes. you are the only person that these three women are talking to. And two, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what dating apps are for. That's what mm-hmm. dating is. It's seeing other people until you find someone that you don't want to see anyone else with. Um, yes. But you have the hilarious opportunity to schedule three dates in the same bar or three bars nearby and mm-hmm. have yourself a good old fashioned sitcom style running from bar to bar to seat to seat to seat to seat or wherever changing outfits, probably changing outfits for sure. You have to make sure like they have to be different style restaurants, right? Like one needs to be like a nice, like, you know, suit and tie place. Yeah. The other one has to be, you know, kind of like maybe, 
maybe yeah, a dive bar where you're wearing like a flannel, the other one's like a like a club where you're wearing like a mesh tank top. And you're you're swapping between <laughs> all of these and then pieces. You get to one and you realize you put the wrong thing on, and the people in the Italian restaurant are like, Why are you wearing mesh? And then you're like, Mamma mia, I can see your nipples. When I drop Italian sauce, tomato Italian sauce on my chest, it doesn't soak into my fancy clothes and it does spread on my nice body. And they go, damn, make that that makes sense. I'm not suspicious anymore. And they say, bellissimo. They do. They do. And they say, ciao. They do. <laughs> what, what, other things, what other things do Italians say? Honda Civic. Okay. That's another personal attack. That's another mean Mean attack from Nile again. How is that a mean attack from me? What does that mean? <laughs> you know. Now I can't tell if you're joking or... You know. Well, Nile's getting canceled this episode, y'all. Just... Uh, uh, so, importantly, because we're saying it's okay for them to do it, guess what? It means it is okay for you to do it. This is what, like, this is what dating is. You, yes. What you are describing is dating. You mm-hmm. go on dates with multiple different people. That yep. is allowed until you have a conversation with someone and you yep. say, hey, I would like to only date you exclusively. And that person and says, they agree. Yes, I would also like that. Then you are mm-hmm. in a monogamous relationship where you're not dating other people. Unless you, for reasons known only to yourself, only want to talk to one person at a time, sure. which is totally fine once you only have that expectation for yourself. However, yes. you do say you're worried that one of the women finds out and bails and ruins an opportunity. Guess what happens if you just talk to one at a time? You're yeah. losing out on those two other opportunities. And if someone on a dating app is like, wait, hold on a second. You've gone on another date with someone else. And also yeah. you're talking to someone else on a dating app and they get angry at you. That's not going to be a good relationship. I'm going to tell you right now, yes. that's going to be a bad relationship. Yes. If they can't like, if they just don't know the bare basic societal rules of dating if they don't get it what else do they not get yeah and also just like it, like if, if that's where we're gonna start if we're gonna start in jealousy territory on a dating app like yeah, you're yeah, yeah. you're in for it man like you're not gonna have a good time it's gonna be so, fucking miserable yeah so you one dating apps are meant for the almost express purpose of talking to multiple people at the same time that is what they're there for otherwise you wouldn't be able to have multiple matches yep right that's that's boom. Mm-hmm. Two, you don't have to worry about missing out on an opportunity. If someone somehow finds out that you're having other dates with other people and talking to other people, that's a missed opportunity that you don't want to take anyway. Yes. If they're freaking out, then you've dodged a bullet. I know I will say we have pretty much alluded to it, but again, people are out there getting scammed. So let's be let's be specific. If you give someone the impression that you are exclusive with them or say you're going to be and continue to date people, then you're a shithead. Of course. And we're saying don't do that. And I also like there there's a difference between leading on and dating, right? Yes. If if you are seeing these women and you are interested in all three of them, if there's something yes. that sparks in you, that that's okay. You can pursue all three, but at, at some point in time you might have to sort of have a hard conversation with yourself and be like, is this person a fuck yes? And if they're not, be like, hey, I've had a really great time with you. You're awesome. You're kick ass. But I, I, I need to call it quits or I'm going to move on or, you know, mm-hmm. it, I don't feel the I don't feel the spark. And I would like yeah. to like you just do it respectfully. You know, you do it in a time frame that isn't malicious uh, because I don't want to put like a, a specific like four weeks no. or whatever. It's like, you know, and that's the do thing. It. it's like 
you it it's I think what's important is when you realize, right? If yeah. you know things aren't really going like if she's like a you know, you like the attention or you wanna keep fucking, but you know that they want a relationship and you only have designs on the other two women, for example. But you continue to see this person because you want to fuck or you like the attention. But they think that you're heading towards somewhere you've already made a decision on. At that point, you're leading them on. Yes. But that's not to say that you can't have a conversation with them and be like, hey, I don't I, I don't want to pursue a relationship. However, having sex with you is really fun. Like the, the sex that we have is incredible. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'd be down to have like an occasional casual thing yeah. with you. If you are. But I understand that if you are looking to date with a little bit more intention, mm-hmm. then I just want to let you know where I stand. Uh, I'm comfortable with you know these parameters. If you're also comfortable with those parameters, yep. great. But I just want to let you know that like I, I don't think I really want to pursue a long-term or a mm-hmm. monogamous relationship. But that, and, that's expressly also not leading them on because you're communicating and being honest. Yeah. It only becomes leading on if you're being dishonest, really. And by that, I mean, like, if you know where it wants to go, yeah, you know, I just explained a second ago. I don't need to do it again. Yeah, that's going to do it for this episode, friends. But before we go, we're going to hop onto some dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, in which you can only have one match at a time. And we're going to help you (laughs) find that singular match. Right now, by looking through profiles, seeing what works, what doesn't work, and effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable, my cat is freaking out. This is Nameless, living my best trash goblin life. My pronoun is chaos, and my personality is PB&J. I prefer nights in than going out and love quiet cafes. Carpe YOLO, am I right? I'm equal parts willing to screw God's mistress to assert my dominance, and please don't look at me with that tone or I'll cry. I hope you'll also laugh as hard as I do if we're kissing and I start to make vomiting noises. The look of terror on a face when that happens is priceless. I also collect action figures, so you know I'm awesome. It's like, it, this is tough because I, I know some women in my life who would probably write a profile like this who are incredible. Yes. But I also, like, all it gives me is like, <laughs> I'm so random, rar, like 16-year-old internet girl energy. Yeah. It's, it's weird because it does... It really toes the line. There's a very thin line between love and hate. There's a very thin line between cringe and funny here. And like, I honestly don't really know where it ends up. Yeah, that's my thing. Personality type mm. PBNJ. That's pretty funny. Oh, I just got that. Right? Like, that's pretty funny. I like that. And I like that it's it's playing on on the bullshit. I don't really know what a trash goblin life is. My pronoun is chaos. It's like, I, um, I don't know. It's like the right person can pull this off and the wrong person. This would be just harrowing. Yeah. Yes. I think this would, I think it would come down to, I think I've got to give it a five. Like I got to put I it actually, right down the middle. I think this might be the most flavorful five we've ever given because I yeah. fully agree. I think it is so good at parts and so bad that it really I don't know which way to go. So despite the fact that this has personality by the bucket load, it I think it's a five. I, I think it would really, really, for me, depend on the pitchers. If I find this person very, very attractive, I would be like, yes, I will I will gamble on this. Yeah. But if I found them not all that attractive, I'd be like, I don't think I could handle it. Not worth the risk. Yeah. Yes. So I think that's I think it's gotta be just a dead center five. The most flavorful five most flavorful five uh this is helen sport travel and outdoors lover i just want to pet all the dogs let's do something together really into mustaches right now 
None of this is unique or interesting. You like sport? What sport? You travel? Where? When? Like, you like mustaches. That's the only, like, that's the only thing. But I think since Top Gun came out, everyone's into mustaches. So, like, you're also not unique there. It's a fucking, it's a four because at least I know. Actually, it's a three. Yeah, I'm I'm giving it a four because it's it's like it like there's nothing bad in it. It's boring and it like it will heavily depend on your my my level of attraction to you to bump you up into a, a plus five right swipe territory. Mm-hmm. This is this is blank. And what I love is the person that sent this in, or I I I know it wasn't like they didn't match with them, but whoever wherever they found this, this person is an exact match. And meets all their preferences for somebody, which is, it says a lot, I think, about the person. So they are nameless. I'm a father to three beautiful, amazing little sex trophies. If you want to know anything, just ask. Ooh, like, is that what you're calling your daughters? I, so oh, your I, kids, they're, tro- I see. Yes. It took, I was like, are you saying your kids are hot? Like, what? An, and then I was like, it took me a while. And I was like, it's oh, a trophy for having it's a sex. trophy you earned from having like it. Hey, still shit. Yeah. Still real bad. Still a bad thing to say. And also the fact that at like if your profile at any point makes someone go, does he want to fuck his kids? It's a bad profile. Yeah. Because like in my mind, I was thinking like trophy wife. And yes. Then like if you're saying doll. Yeah. Like, like a, if you're saying sex trophy, I'm like, I'm not thinking them as actual things yeah it's uh, that's the thing even that not great yeah by any metric so i think it will be a zero for me good sir yeah that's gonna get a zero uh this is sid i don't care what your star sign but i do want to know what your favorite james webb telescope or space telescope photo is oh i like that it's great that's fun i like that that's an eight it's got some sass that's an eight right there it tells me so much i'm gonna give it an eight as well I love it. Great. You did it. And you know what, guys? That will do it for us today. And I would like to thank Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities. The Satis? Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. I would also like to thank Dane for performing tonight. Thank you. On this stage. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone. It's been great. Thank you very much for coming out. Once again, uh, our next show, February 8th. With our good friends, Maddie and Liv from 30 Going on 13. Uh, please check out their show. It's mm-hmm. so fucking funny. And if you don't believe me, they won a Canadian Podcast Award for Best Comedy Series. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, it's not even just us. It's all of Canada. So Every Canadian got together and voted. And mm-hmm. this is what we came up with. So, yeah. you know, it's good. It's going to be a fuck. It's going to be an unhinged show. I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah. Shit's going to get weird. And it's going to be so much fucking fun. So come along. Uh, Black Sheep, 7 o'clock. It's going to be great. Fucking hit us up on any socials. Also, I will say we have a fucking TikTok. Come join our TikTok. Please. Yeah. We we post some fun videos up there. Uh, we've been popping off a little bit on Instagram lately, and that's been a lot of fun. So thank you to everybody who's been uh, joining us for those. We've gotten a few multi-thousand view videos going. If, you're not, if you don't follow us on Instagram, please do. If you don't follow us on TikTok, please do, because we need it. We got to get viral. Get big, bring you guys on a cruise with us somehow. Uh, but if you just follow F Buddies podcast on TikTok, you'll find us. Uh, you got some bad sex writing for us. Oh, I have some terrible sex writing for you. This is from the book Presumed Innocent by Scott Turrell. The last time I slept with Carolyn, she pushed me off from her in the midst of our lo- lovemaking and turned away from me. 
At first, I did not understand what it was she wanted, but she bumped her behind against me until I realized what it was I was being offered. A marble peach. No, I said. Try it. She looked over her shoulder. Please. I came up close behind her. Just easy, she said. Just a little. I went in too fast. Not too much, she said. She said, oh. I pressed in, remained, pumped. She arched, clearly in some pain. And I found, suddenly, that I was thrilled. Her head lolled back. Her eyes held tears. Then she opened them and looked back at me directly. Her face was radiant. Does Barbara, she whispered, does Barbara do this for you? Damn. Barbara, maybe you should. Maybe no, Barbara should. is a wise woman. Yeah. Uh, get some lube, dude. Or, you know, preheat the oven a little bit. Get her going. A little foreplay never hurt anyone. It's not her oven, dude. Oh, it's the butt? It's the butt. It's the marble no. peach. I thought That's the marble peach was just like, he. you know, she was. No, I, th- I think it's. She got anal. A, she anal. Got, yeah, it was anal. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I thought the marble peach was just like, you know, she was bent over, and there it was. No, looking at no. They were already fucking. She rolled away and then was like... Also, if you want to do anal, don't just, like, bump your butt against someone and hope they get it. Talk. No, I think that's it. I think that's what you do. <laughs> I honestly... I like to proclaim, I'm offering you the marble peach. Mm, yeah. But you have to proclaim it. Yes, there are times where I just say, present thine marble peach. I would like to stick my marble Step of ages, my marble banana inside of it. Hate that. Yeah, it's not great. My name is Dave Miller, and I'm Niall Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. 